Hosting fees are provided by Dan and Dawn, authors of Living MS. To find out more about the book that Dr. Robert Rubel says they must have for everyone in an MS relationship, visit at eroticawakening.com slash books. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. From sacred sexuality to fetishes, power exchange relationships and leather life, BDSM to polyamory, as well as simply fun kink. Each week, we bring you a diverse offering of erotic life in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. If you are offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. And away we go with episode 133 or 132. 132. 132. 132. Wow, though. It's still a lot. Still a lot. Um, hi. Hi. So last night we were out with friends mm-hmm. uh, and actually uh, people that listen to the podcast may know Amber the Rope Slut yes. and her master Eric. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amber had the sad face <laughs> that we didn't publish on Thursday like we were going to. She did. She said she was going through withdrawal. She kept hitting refresh and it wasn't there. So we're here it is. Sorry. Uh, it is uh, currently Saturday morning, first thing mm-hmm. of the weekend. We decided to get our coffee cups and yes. sit here and knock out an episode of Erotic Awakening. Yay. I go through withdrawal too. <laughs> That's very true. We do. When we brought on the new podcasters, uh-huh. uh, Lee Harrington and Barrett Kinshiba, we realized we need to talk more than yes. we thought. So, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but at the very, very beginning of the podcast, I had to put a little, uh, a little advertising promotional dealio. I noticed that. So I figured out the other day that our hosting fees, and that's what we pay uh, Libsyn to put the podcast up there so people can download it. Right. It, it comes out to about $480 a year. Yeah, not a horrible amount of money, and certainly we certainly enjoy doing it. But mm-hmm. um, uh, and and if you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you've heard my rants about advertising in the past. Right. Uh, at this point, um, well, fuck the rants because that's four hundred eighty dollars. <laughs> so if we can find a ten second advertiser in the front of the podcast that'll help pay those hosting fees, then great. Um, and if not, then uh, one less. Uh, fancy dinner a month for you. One less. Fa- oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, like we do fancy dinners. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and, it's, and it's funny to think, you know, forty dollars a month is our hosting fee, and that feels mm-hmm. like a lot of money. But um, the local fancy restaurant around here is a Ruth Chris, and you can go oh, good eat Lord. forty dollars worth of dinner and go shit it. Yeah. In hours. <laughs> so. Well, that's why we don't go <laughs> to those type of restaurants. But. Yeah, still. So Onward ho, though. Yep. It'd be nice to have someone that would uh, do the front bump. Yeah. Oh, let's call it the front bump. Yeah, the front All bump. Right. <laughs> if you'd like to advertise the front bump, and you Ooh. only get 10 seconds, um, toss us an email at, erot- at danadon at eroticawakening.com. And mm-hmm. um, see what we can do. Throw us a bone. Yeah. What do we care? <laughs> so that's that. Uh, it's actually, now, here we are. Uh, three and a half minutes in already, and we haven't even told anybody what the topic for today is. No. Today, we are going to be talking about sacred sexuality for all. Mm-hmm. We have a wonderful interview with um, Lynn from right. the Path of the Kadishti training mm-hmm. arm. Yep, former student of ours. So, been with us since the, the very first Scarlet Sanctuary, and now her and Sherry have taken over the teaching part of uh, POTQ Path of the Kadishti, at least level one mm-hmm. for the moment. So, and I'm um, doing a great job with it. So, and it's a fantastic interview. She's so fun. <laughs> she is a lot of fun. And, and it, as it happens, um, so. Well, we'll get into a little bit of what that's about, but they mm-hmm. are in a couple hours. By the time we publish this, they will be gathered yes. and doing. Yes, yes. That whole training group will be doing an, an extensive uh, hands-on hands-on training, all in, all in preparation for the Scarlet Sanctuary that's going to be happening in September at COPE. 
So that is their graduation ceremony. They get mm-hmm. to participate in the sanctuary. And we will talk about that in a little bit, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about what is sacred sexuality and why do you care, and mm-hmm. is it like Tantra, and how much does it cost, and stuff like that. All and that I'm, good stuff. I'm making myself little notes there about what <laughs> we want to talk about. So there you go. We, I've got a picture sheet of paper in my hand. You'd think I'd already know what we want to talk about. <laughs> Before we get there... Other things. Oh, hey, we were on Big Fatty Show. We were. So that was so cool. So we got a, a, a tweet yesterday that uh, Dan and Dawn have been mentioned on Big Fatty Online. Mm-hmm. And um, this, we've been doing the little back and forth thing with Big Fatty for a, a couple of weeks now. And we're like, uh-oh, we've been mentioned. Well, he listened to our podcast where we mentioned him and took some of the vocal from our podcast and started his little show (laughs) with it and it was just kind of neat if you're uh, at all curious you can head over to uh, Mm bigfattyonline.com and uh, it's the friday um yeah yesterday's uh, i don't remember the date i guess it would be so and this is just a little fun little thing in the beginning and then he mentions us again but um when you're uh, when you're a fanboy like mm-hmm. you and I are, it's always fun when somebody mentions your name. Exactly. Well, that's why I like to do the shout outs on here. I love to mention people on here because here I am a podcaster and another podcaster mentions our name and it's like, oh, goody, yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, you know, so we're all over the place, apparently. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if we have time to do a podcast. Um well, right. we're going to spend our, our day today doing a bunch of projects. Yes, we have a bunch but, of projects in the fire. But um, it looks like we're doing a... When are we doing the sensual spanking thing? Oh, that's this Wednesday. I actually got a little email stating, um, here's the directions to the place for your sensual spanking thing coming up. And I'm like, that's not till August. And then I looked at the calendar and it's yes. like, oh, hell. It's <laughs> five days it's August. Yeah. So the Monkey Puzzle Club here in Columbus, Ohio, we are going to be doing one of our favorite demos, um, sensual spanking. Yeah, so if you are in the local central Ohio area and mm-hmm. you would like to check that out, um, yeah, space is waiting, limited, but yeah. are they on the waiting list They're on already? the waiting list at this point. But Toss us an email directly if mm-hmm. you're a podcast listener and we'll get you in. <laughs> We're all exactly. evil like that. So, so that's going to be fun. And then we have oh, GLLA coming up. And the interesting aspect about that, and, and so GLLA stands for Great Lakes Leather Alliance, and for the previous 11 months and two weeks now, mm-hmm. we have been the uh, reigning title holders for the Master Slave. We did the Master Slave contest a year ago. Right. We won that competition, and uh, we have been the Master Slave representative for the Great Lakes region, 13 mm-hmm. state region here in the United States. Right. And I have to remember to add that in <laughs> United States, yeah, because we're international we, now. We have new new listeners from Australia who will uh, cheers to you guys. <laughs> um, so we've been raining. <laughs> so we've been raining in this region oh, for yeah, 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 yeah. eleven and a half months now. But in two weeks, we officially stepped down yes. from being the title holders. New title holders will be uh, selected by a panel of judges, mm-hmm. and um, we will do our step down speech, which we practiced in the car yesterday. We did. And I think we're going with the and version. I think we're going with the and. Okay, we're not going to give that away now. <laughs> you know what? We should, we should record that. Oh, let's. Yeah, maybe we should. We'll think, maybe we should. I'll think maybe about Maybe do that. the lapel mics or something yeah. and record it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I'm interested in doing this year, and there's probably no time, and everybody's already seen it at this point, but uh, it'd be nice to do uh, Lucy and Charlie Brown on stage again. Yes, it would be. <laughs> but um, I think I'm just horny and want a spanking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yay. Perfect time for the demo coming up on Wednesday. Yes, well, there you go. <laughs> You'll just have to wait for that. So that's in uh, Indianapolis on August 19th through the 21st for those interested in going to GLLA. And we're actually going to have most of House Meta there. So oh, yeah. that's going to be really interesting. So most of our house is going to be there. I think there's one or two people that can't make it. But uh, that's going to be nice to have everybody together. We had most of us at the international contest mm-hmm. back in February, but this will be more local. So. And, and speaking of which, uh, I wanted to mention, for those who lean towards more the leather lifestyle, mm-hmm. uh, where we do contests, and as we mentioned, we were standing in front of judges a year ago and right. got the Master Slave title for the Great Lakes region. Mm-hmm. Six months later, we're standing in front of judges and not getting the international Master Slave title. Right. And uh, just a few weeks ago, we were in, on the other side of the table. Yes. So we got to be the judges in a contest. And actually, that's kind of hard. So, I mean, judging to begin with for us is hard, but, you know, actually having to 
ask the questions and look at what they wear and see how much they know. And mm-hmm. but this was for um, is it O L V A? Yes. O V L A. O V L A. Yes. Ohio Valley so, uh, Leather Alliance. Oh, there you go. So and so we got to judge on a couple of different different areas, master and slave. Mm-hmm. And so so. And, uh, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say Master and Slave and Mr. Leather Pride, Miss Leather Pride, and then um, Bear and Cub. Yes. And actually had to have someone come in and explain to us exactly what we were judging on with Bear and Cub because mm-hmm. it's a little different than some of your other leather stuff. So there's a slight difference. So yeah. that was really interesting and fun. It was interesting and fun. So podcast listeners, uh, hold still for a moment. <laughs> So here's how it goes, right? You walked into a room, mm-hmm. and then we would say something like, um, "What? Uh, who is Guy Baldwin?" Right. That was a question we asked yes, everybody. Yes, a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting there thinking, you could yell into your, you could yell at your iPod right now, <laughs> who Guy Baldwin is, if you know. If you don't know, the correct answer is, I don't know. I will go look it up and get back to you later yes. today. Yes. Yes. If you're actually running for a leather contest. Mm-hmm. You probably want to know who Guy Baldwin is. Probably. And and don't guess because we know you're guessing. And mm-hmm. then that just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just say, I don't know. I'll look it up. So you know? it's a really interesting thing what and to do. And then look it up and get back to the judge. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because we mark on the paper waiting Whether for a response. Right, yes. Right. <laughs> uh, really interesting thing to put yourself in front of your peers. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, a lot of people don't like the contest. They don't like the whole idea of it. They say, oh, I can go serve the community. I don't need some schmancy title to do that. Right. And that's very true. Right. Um, I don't think having the title has changed our lives a whole lot over no. the last year. But you and I are already established running around the nation doing classes and right. stuff. Right, um, But it is an interesting experience to put yourself on the front line mm-hmm. like that and to be willing to stand in front of a you know five or six of your peers and say, here's who I am. What do you think? Right. And do you like these other people better? Which is kind of and, and really that's not what it is. It's not who you like better. Right. But but there's a lot of uh, ego attachment to winning and to losing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I won't I won't spend too much time on that. But you can listen to the podcast where we won the GLLL title. Listen to the podcast where we lost the international master slave title. Mm-hmm. And you can see that, you know, and you and I were, we used the podcast partly as a blog on occasion. Right. You can see we're emotionally attached to these things. Absolutely. But you know what? They had fun with it. If nothing else, everybody was having fun. There was a little bit of nerves. And you specifically told the people running, you know, don't do anything for the first 24 hours. You know, whether you win or lose, you know, just allow the emotions to flow. But don't, you know, really do anything, make any big decisions Mm -hmm. until you, you process that a little bit. But um, otherwise, everybody had fun. The fantasies were naughty. The crowd got into it. You know, it was just fun cheering them on and stuff. So, Absolutely. Great time. And definitely worth checking out if you've never checked one out. Yes. And then I got to go to my first gay bar in about 10 years. Yeah, 10 And we've to been 12. to a variety of yeah. gay-ish bars. And, mm-hmm. and not, but we, I have not been to a, a male catering gay bar right. for a long time. It was interesting. It was interesting. Nobody hit on me either, by the way. Nobody did. Nobody did. Might be because um, I was with you. Could be. Could be. So you definitely, uh, being with me, kind of looked hetero. So, and for me, when I go, I kind of like stay out of the way. You know, it's like their space. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I need to be accepted in their space. It's not that I'm shunned. It's not that I've got any vibes coming at me stating I'm not welcome. Mm -hmm. But um, me personally, at the moment, I just kind of like... Give them their own space. So, you know, I may change one day and I start hitting on them, but (laughs) for the moment, (laughs) I try not to make them feel uncomfortable, I guess. I don't know what that's about. So, Well, it's about everybody's allowed to have their own space, right? And respecting that. To me, Mm -hmm. I just, I view your actions just as a level of courtesy. Mm -hmm. Um, But who knows? Yeah, maybe I do I'll... recall though that my experience going to a gay bar ten years ago is very different from my experience going now, and it's not because the bar is different; it's because right. I'm different. You know, before <laughs> it, it felt like I was um, an outsider, right? You know, and now I feel more like a visitor. Yes. So that's interesting. Nice, nice. So from the contest, we would like to shout out and congratulate our winners, who were mm-hmm. 
Domina Amy and Forsaken for Master and Slave. And Shadow for Mr. Leather Pride. Bev for Miss Leather Pride. And Bear Flirt for Bear. Yes, Leather what a bear. name, Bear Flirt. That's kind of gives away what he likes and doesn't like, doesn't it? Um, if you heard about the podcast, then you're listening to it now. <laughs> Where were you going with that? That's my Zen comment of the day. Oh, Actually, okay. I, was, I had read the wrong thing and read something different. A very Zen sounding comment, though. Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, you know, it's either. the whole there's a bear shit in the woods. Can you listen to a podcast you haven't heard? Ooh. Yeah. I guess the point of that being is on the FetLife Erotic Awakening group. So if you go to fetlife.com and you do a search for Erotic Awakening, you'd find our little podcast group out there, right. and I started a thread called How Did You Hear About the EIEA Podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, feel free to jump over there and tell us how you heard about the podcast. A lot of people have already replied. A lot of people did searches on iTunes for mm-hmm. Kiki and found the oh, podcast, nice. which is great. Um, it's really, and, and really, I, I try to impress upon people that if you're enjoying the podcast, it would be wonderful to head over to iTunes and... and um, and rate us because that helps our standings in these search engines when people search for right uh, right so uh, when they search for kinky it'll come up near the top instead of at all yeah (laughs) Um, and we're definitely on the kinky side what did big fatty say if you want your fireman to stand at attention this may be the podcast to listen to (laughs) so if uh so it's just interesting how people heard about the podcast via iTunes. Some people because mm-hmm. you and I running around presenting, we mentioned right. it, or because Lee's running around presenting. We got it. business cards out. Business cards, we got, yeah. Um, but for the most part, people are searching on iTunes. I mm-hmm. think. But I'm just curious what other people head over to Erotic Awakening. Tell us how you heard about the podcast. Ooh. So that's yes. what that was about. <laughs> um, and I guess since we're in that zone anyway, we should mention that we love it when you rate us on iTunes. We get hard when you tweet about us on Twitter, Ooh. and Dawn gets wet when you like us on Facebook. <laughs> Yay. Isn't that neat? That's called cyber sex. <laughs> I guess. Uh, what next, baby? Do you want to talk about your big purple dildo some more? Sure, because I actually... <laughs> I love this guy. It is so cool. This would be the big purple tentacle, tentacle dildo, dildo. yes. Found on... Uh, Bad on the Dragon. Web- Bad Dragon. You can see mm-hmm. pictures of it on the Erotic Awakening website. Uh, I think we devoted episode one thirty to your dildo. Something like that. Yes, he got his own. <laughs> he got his own. Uh, uh, yeah, podcast. But I just posted a picture of him on my um, profile on FetLife as well, and um, I don't think some people realized that he was a dildo because <laughs> they were looking at it, going, "Oh, I know, I'm kinky and geeky because this is kind of like uh, making me feel a little naughty." <laughs> and I had to write back and go, um, "It's supposed to." <laughs> But it's kind of neat because we had the house tea here the other night. And I'm like, oh, do you want to see it? Do you want to see it? I wanted to introduce our house members <laughs> to my new dildo. <laughs> you know and I've sh- never had that happen before. Do you know how much shit I'm going to get from the rest of not only the letter community, but house meta, if we get your big purple tentacle dildo a leather vest with a house meta patch on it? A little leather jacket. That would be so cute. But it was kind of neat. And then once I brought it out to the coffee table, and I'm like, here, meet, plunk, my dildo. (laughs) It was kind of awesome. And then I realized what I had just put on the table. It wasn't my friend. It wasn't our new pet. It was a sex toy. (laughs) It was and is a sex toy. So the problem, I think, though, that you're getting to is that... uh, as a member of our family, it still doesn't have a name, though, I guess. <laughs> so the cat's got a name. Yes. And the fish has a name. Uh-huh. So you're, I think that the dildo, the tentacle dildo, needs a name as well. Probably. Probably so. <laughs> so, so when I talk about insert name here, everybody knows what I'm talking about. So this leads us into the uh, latest Erotic Awakening contest. Oh, we haven't had one of those in a while. No, we have not. And we have a big... Uh, a, bucket of stuff we do we actually have um a gift a prize if someone names the tentacle so so this will be our name the tentacle contest yes and it is a box of edible undies you know i've never done edible undies before so whoever wins this will have to let us know how that goes it does not say (laughs) but 
Uh, That'd be wonderful yes. if you ate the edible undies off me and then threw up because of a bad reaction. <laughs> oh, that's bad. But we better put some more stuff in the contest, though. What else yes, is in the okay. contest bucket? So we have edible undies. We have a sexy scratcher lottery ticket. And this says, uh, scratch one heart per week, and your treat is my command. I have seven days to perform each activity. Promise. I like that. Yeah. So, okay. What else you got? Uh-oh. You might want to come up with a name so you can keep this yourself, huh? <laughs> and then we have a card game. It's called the Outrageously Fun Drinking Game. Instant party, just add beer. Awesome. <laughs> and a can of Axe body spray. <laughs> Talk about random. So That is a random gift basket there. It is. And then we have two magazines of um, a little bit of gay porn. <laughs> right, so we'll throw that in there as well. Um, and we could probably throw some other shit in there as well. So there's the big game. The big Ooh, here's a pencil with a rubber cock on the end. All right, mm-hmm. we'll throw that in there. <laughs> throw that in there. Oh, not the purple one. They can have the blue one. No, I'm kidding. I'll throw both, both, both in. What? I forgot how much you like purple. Even purple <laughs> eraser cocks. Okay. Yeah. So that would be the I'll take big... it to school with me. <laughs> you go right ahead. <laughs> Uh, that would be um, the big Name the Tentacle Dildo Contest. Uh, we will take all that stuff and send it to you, the person whose name we select yes. for the dildo. And you can do it by email, Twitter, Facebook, the whole gamut of stalking opportunities. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah, you can name, name that dildo in any of those forums, mm-hmm. and that might be even more fun if you do it in more of a public forum. Yeah. Either way, say, here's the name I think the big purple tentacle should have, and send us that name in the winner. <laughs> Uh, which we will choose, not at random, we will choose because... Because mm-hmm, we like the name. Yes, we'll let the tentacle decide. We'll let the tentacle decide. Oh, yeah, if it rises up. <laughs> <laughs> then we're inviting you over. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> so that's that contest. Um, so moving right along. What else we got on here? Are we ready to talk about sacred sexuality? Not just yet. Um, oh, wow, maybe we are. See. Oh, we do have a little advertising to do, though, because we are looking for something. Yes, we are. So, um, and don't turn off your podcast just because we use the word advertising. It's more fun <laughs> than it sounds. So you, Dawn, um, on occasion, like to get your body in tip-top shape, and that requires you going into, uh, in this case, you have a, some surgery that you're going to have Again, done. so this is funny because, yes, I do want to get in tip-top shape. Therefore, I exercise. Yes. And every time I exercise, I blow something up. So, the last time around was the arm, mm-hmm. right? The time before that was the hip, but at least I didn't have to have surgery for that. And then the arm, blew up yeah. the arm, blew up my wing. And now I'm blowing up other parts. So, more so, major surgery. So, Dawn's <laughs> off from another surgery, and, and uh, we realized last time that this happened that it was a good opportunity for us to reach out and um, not only get some help, mm-hmm. but also to open up our doors a little bit and let yes. somebody else into the house. Um, and you and I have gone through this. You obviously were in a power exchange relationship. We call it a master-slave relationship. Yes, sir. And um, there are, if you go to the old FetLife or the uh, much worse and more annoying collar chat and post, <laughs> hey, I'm looking for slave training, then you will get a variety of responses and a variety of um, ethical and not so ethical <laughs> right. opportunities. Responses, yeah. Uh, you know, and again, if you're looking for... Uh, if you're looking to get laid mm-hmm. and you post, I'm trying to get laid, that's great. People will respond nice and honestly. Right. If you post, a, if you post I'm looking for slave training, mm-hmm. people will respond that thinking you want to get laid. Right. Or that's what they want. That's what they consider slave training. Uh, anyway, so we're going to open our doors. We're going to, um, we'd like someone to come uh, be part of our family for a little while. Right. And be... Right. And trained as our, as well, as my slave as, mm-hmm. and your assistant mm-hmm. in this case. And um, it worked out really well with who we call Temp Slave. Yes. Uh, they ended up with a lot of training, a lot of learning, a lot of stuff. And we set up the parameters beforehand. What is it that you want out of this? Do you want to learn the leather protocol? Okay, that's how we'll build your contract. Do you mm-hmm. want to be a service slave? You want to do it that experience? Like, great, we'll build your contract that way. Mm-hmm. Do you like a lot of BDSM play in exchange for... Doing things? Great. We'll build the contract mm-hmm. that way. Are you looking for more of a slutty situation? Great. We'll build the contract that way. And none of those need to be part of it. You know, it's just what you feel comfortable with, you know, when you come into this environment. Right. 
Right. I mean, and we know what we are willing to offer. Right. Uh, and really, the short version of what we're going to offer is just come over, be part of our family for right. an ex, you know, for a particular period of time. Right. And we are power exchange, so it's going to be a power exchange family. Yeah. So. And what you would bring to the table is here's what I'm looking to gain in this lifestyle. Here's the mm-hmm. areas where I need to work on my foundation. I want to build. I want to grow. I want to be experience something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to do it with a, uh, which a couple, which not. And I hope we're not speaking out of our ass or in mumble. Whoa, fuck. A lack of humility is the word that that's supposed to be. If you would like a not in mumble couple, uh, you know, we're well enough known that you can go check out references, blah, blah, blah. And right. see what you're getting into. Or you can talk to a previous temp slave mm-hmm. uh, or, and I hate you, it just it doesn't sound like the greatest thing in the world, but that's, it ended up being a what we call her, so I'll keep rolling with that. I know. We never gave the name and, and uh, don't want to use her name on, on the air. So, but uh, And specifically what we're looking for is someone that can help out when I get out of surgery. Mm-hmm. So this is one where I may uh, start out, may, not sure yet, may start out in the hospital for the first couple of days. Mm-hmm. And um, when I come home, usually the routine is, is that I can't do much of anything for the first week. Mm-hmm. So knock me out on drugs, and then I try to get up and do things too fast, which knocks me backwards. So if we've got someone here that can help out, that kind of keeps me from feeling like I have to get up and Absolutely. do what I do. Yep. So, you know, so the help is what we need. Yeah. And so that's our, our catalyst for mm-hmm. opening the door um, and moving this along, and eh, we'll see what happens. If Indeed. you are interested, you should write us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. <laughs> I love that voice. Well, thank, you. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, other ways to contact us for any reason, whether you're, uh, you have comments, um, would like to advertise, want to be part of our family, or would like to be a guest on the show, mm-hmm. would like to tell us about some wonderful product, which, by the way, we're supposed to be doing a product review on this episode that we totally boneheadedly forgot. Oh, I just remembered it. Yeah. We'll have to do it on the next one. Or you would like to fuck me. or Me, you would... me, me. <laughs> You can get a hold of us in a variety of ways. You can write us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Mm-hmm. Leave us a voicemail at, oh no, I have to look at the number, 206-309-0054. And our Twitter account is Dan and Dawn. Nice. One big fucking word. <laughs> For my big fucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, all right, so here we are, Twenty. Seven and a half minutes in. Ooh, you're keeping track. Well, yes, I am. (laughs) Um, Which is? Sacred Sexuality for All Mm -hmm. is going to be the title of the podcast. But really, what we're really going to focus on... So we have an interview with Lynn. Mm -hmm. And Lynn is one of the two teachers, along with Sherry, who teaches the Path of the Kaddishti Level 1 Certification Program. You and I created that some time back. It's been a while. And Lynn was one of our students, and we uh, handed it <laughs> off to her and Sherry, who are now the current teachers of that. Why did that get a giggle? From it you? got a giggle, and I think we mentioned this on the interview as well, but uh, Lindsay came by just wanting to experience the Scarlet Sanctuary at the first Scarlet Sanctuary. And we had so many people coming through that we just kind of grabbed her and said, oh, you're interested here, come on in. Taught her how to do it real quick, gave her some grounding methods, and threw it to the wolves. Mm -hmm. And she did great, and has been doing great since then. Well, we knew Lynn beforehand, and we Mm -hmm. knew that she would fit. Mm -hmm. And we knew that this was going to be home for her. Yes. That helped. And we were quite right. Yes. Um, So where do we start with this? I mean, uh, I want to talk in general about sacred sexuality, but... But I really want to focus more on the the path of the Kaddishti and what that's about. Mm -hmm. Um... And how it ends with the Scarlet Sanctuary for their their graduation. But, uh, you know, what we found in the community was that a lot of people would hear sacred sexuality and go, what's that? Mm -hmm. And we couldn't give a definitive answer. There's so many answers that you'll find in so many books. And, I mean, we do have a presentation on this where we define it in Mm -hmm. a couple of different ways and then focus on those different ways and, you know, another other pieces of it but um you know in general when people just come up and ask you you can give a couple of different definitions so what we did was we created a program where we actually brought people in to discuss their different paths Mm -hmm. 
So, and the, the people in our first grouping, you know, we're just fascinated with all these different ways. And then what we end up doing is because it's a beginner level, mm-hmm. we focus on the sacred touch part of it. So, you know, the sacred touch, no matter how you do, it's just needed, you know, and people enjoy it. They do indeed. Um, the For us, the background came as a... We accidentally began practicing sacred sexuality, mm-hmm. and we were doing um, some energy work and some sacred touch and stuff. Oh, that's quite right. accidentally way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before then, we knew there was words for it. And then, as we began studying, and I had a vague interest in tantra, so we started mm-hmm. studying a little tantra. We realized there is a language that goes with this, and you were studying more from a. Uh, Pagany sacred sexuality aspect, and I can't recall the exact Jawala, Jawanda, Jawula. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a Jawala that I was reading Jawala? up on, okay. and yeah. um, but also the Kadoshko. Mm-hmm. I was interested in that a little bit, which is the Cherokee version, and then um, the sex magic. Mm-hmm. So I was interested in that part, and um, yeah, just a whole gamut of it. And we would go down to Cincy right. to Tantra Heart and take mm-hmm. some workshops and classes, and and it was kind of neat because um, we weren't embarrassed with getting naked. So we were in workshops with people that had swimsuits on right, or jeans right. on or hidden under covers or something, and, which is great. It was neat to see all the different levels. And then, you know, we just kind of strip and <laughs> lay down. And mm-hmm. so we ended up doing a lot of that. We ended up studying on some Taoism techniques. And and then part of it, of course, would be the... Um where we go around, we do all these presenting, mm-hmm. and we get to sit in other people's classes. And we got to meet uh, two different well-known Tantra teachers. Yes. Um, or two, I should say one Tantra teacher and, and a couple Tantra teacher, well-known mm-hmm. couple. And we got to sit in on their classes and see what their views of sacred sexuality was. Right. Um, so we got to experience all these interesting aspects. And then mm-hmm. one day we're... We uh, were presenting at a an event where the word Kadishti was mentioned. Yes, and um, and well, it's a difficult word because it's a Q followed by an A instead of a mm-hmm. U, <laughs> um, and it is a, uh, a Kadishti with an I on the end, the path Kadishtu, female Kadesh, male. Yes. Historical context will hit real quickly. It's a Mesopotamian word. So what happened was. In ancient times, <laughs> there's a bunch of women working in a temple. Yes. And people would come to the temple and, and to get in contact with the divine, they would have sex with these priestesses. And the yes. priestesses were a conduit to the divine. Mm-hmm. Um, when Christians showed up and they wrote about this, they mm-hmm. used terminology like sacred whore, sacred prostitute. Right. Um, well, it even got to the point where sacred was taken out of it. Yes. So, so there's the historical context. Mm-hmm. The history is fun mm-hmm. because, you know, as, they've, as they say, the victors write the exactly. history. So in this case, um, it appears the Christians wrote the history. It may be spot on. This mm-hmm. might be exactly the way they ran. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just watched a um, uh, naked archaeologist show on oh. TV the other day where and it, it flashed, you know, Kadishti across the screen, except they spelled it with a K. Uh-huh. And we're talking about the temple prostitutes and the priestesses and how sex used to be in the temple and now it's in the bedroom. Yeah. And, you know, just so that was that was a really neat take on it. So it wasn't um, it's not that we well, we're not the historical. Absolutely not. Smart people on the whole path We're you know, we're more focused on the modern Kadishti. Mm-hmm. And the idea, the short version that we've taken from that is to take whether your learnings are from Tantra or Kadoshko or sex magic, or Taoist mm-hmm. sexual kung fu. <laughs> Whatever you bring to the table is how do you? It is the practice of sacred sexuality. Yes, it is the you know not what the tool, but the intent. Mm-hmm. And the Kadishti path, path of the Kadishti, is about the intent, and it is about the intent that sacred sexuality should be for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to do the how much Tantra cost rant right now. It is the market bears Tantra is in it. The market bears a lot of money. Right. We've 
had to pay a lot of money for some of the Tantra stuff we've done. And then find out it's stuff that we already do, you know? It comes naturally on on a lot of paths. You just don't realize it. Uh, So the idea of Tantra is one, and one of many paths. Mm -hmm. They all seem to have a similar golden thread down the middle. Yes. Techniques are wonderful. Tools are techniques. But I'm I'm reminded of this wonderful quote from Miles Davis where, um, Mm. you know, and I can't remember the exact way it goes, but it's, you know, step one, you know, learn to master your instrument. Yes. Step two, forget all that shit and just play. play. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Path of the Kiddushti training teaches, is first we bring in Tantra teachers and sex magic teachers and other Kiddushti identifying people and say, right. here's how I do it. Mm-hmm. So there's phase one. Phase two, which is far more important, actually, is the experiential part. And that's what these... Uh, people are going to be doing today is they're going to be pre- doing one of the experientials. And- yes, because you, you can't explain it. I mean, this is hands-on stuff. When you try to explain the, the hundreds of people, at least, that have gone through Scarlet Sanctuary where we do sacred touch, and you say, okay, so explain it. And they go, well, um, it's, it's like this, and they touch it. You can't put words to it, you know. You can touch somebody. Oh, my hairs are standing (laughs) up on my arm, you know, and you can touch somebody and show them and give them a little taste, but to put words to it is, is very difficult. Mm -hmm. And useless. I mean, I mean, the the words are good to give you a context, Mm -hmm. but, um, there's, I mean, if for you somehow came across somebody who's always lived indoors and they've never experienced wind, Right. Explain wind to them all you want. You can right. spend days and you could use the most perfect language. Mm-hmm. And it will not be until they stand on the bow of a boat that exactly. they get wind. Exactly. Right? So we believe the same thing. that we. So uh, the path of the Kadishti is the actual, tr- or level one certification is the actual training mm-hmm. aspect of it. And these, this is done by uh, Lynn and Sherry. Right. And, and one of the things, I do want to mention that one of the things that they do with um, teaching people about Kadishti and, and about the path of uh, sacred sexuality is um, we lately mentioned that we bring in um, other people that identify as Kadishti. Mm-hmm. And one of the neat things about this path is, is that each of us that use that as a descriptive term of ourselves do something different with it. So like you have the temple in Chicago that's sex magic. Mm-hmm. But they're Kadishti. Right. You have the temple in Atlanta, which is more um, one-on-one mm-hmm. sort of coming into your sexuality and accepting your sexuality sort of thing with the use of a priestess. You know, Kadishti. You've got the temple in Austin, Texas that's, you know, something else completely. You've got mm-hmm. some Kadishti that go to festivals. You've got some Kadishti that work on the phone. You've got, you know, there, there's just very, a lot of different focuses that each Kadishti brings to the table. Mm-hmm. So ours is sacred touch. Yeah. Um, and you, and none of those are right or wrong. Because no, the, absolutely the true, not. Because the people who are modernly, it, it's very much like the term, you know, when I hear the word pagan, mm-hmm. I understand that that means, oh, in general, it's a huge umbrella. Right. But when you actually start talking about your path, mm-hmm. there's probably a huge difference between somebody who walks the path of the OTO and somebody who identifies as a druid, and somebody or a who kitchen identifies, witch or yeah, sure. Um, so, if somebody identifies as a kadishti, that's says, "Oh, you're a practitioner mm-hmm. of sacred sexuality." Right. What they do with it from there? Now, I came across a, a website of a uh, professional working girl, a prostitute. She calls herself a prostitute, so I will in New mm-hmm. York City, who calls herself a kadishti. Mm-hmm. Um, not can- right, wrong. Good, bad. Now, and and I will even go as far as to say there are some people who identify mm-hmm. as Kaddish dues and Kadesh that their philosophy and beliefs and the way they do it is not the way I do it. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, and there are some people that have looked at us and called us fakes and right. charlatans and uh, lacking integrity, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, okay, fine. And really, there's value in that because... For example, if you believe that, and this is one of my one of the comments that really put a lot of energy back into Path of the Kadishti for us, right? Mm-hmm. It's been going for a while, and lately, and you and I have like nine thousand projects that we work right, on. So, right. what project gets the most energy? So, one of the people that identifies as a Kadesh says, "Well, um, 
sacred sexuality cannot be practiced in a swing club. Yeah. yeah. So you and I strongly disagree with that. Absolutely. I personally believe that many people wander into swing clubs because they know there's something that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. They don't know what it is. And they don't know where to go. And everybody, to me, everybody is deserving. You know, where ours is sacred touch, everybody's deserving. Why cross out one place? Right. Because of personal whatever. I, I don't even know what words to use, you know. Sacred touch is so valuable and so many people need it that, to me, it's kind of a perfect place. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's all about the intent, mm-hmm. right? Um, and what you, what energy you bring to it, right? There's challenges of Absolutely. doing sacred sexuality in a swing club because 90, 80, 90% of the people that go there are looking there not for sacred sexuality. They're looking there to get fucked. Right. Nothing wrong with that. But um, I certainly think it was a wonderful thing. We've done um, a what is Kaddishti sort of presentation um, at a swing club and... You know, if those 10, if it, it was a smaller class, there's like mm-hmm. 10 people. And if eight of those sit there and go, uh, I thought we were talking technique. Right. And got nothing out of it. Cool. But two of those people, and I know for a fact, one of those people I sat with for a while, they are mm-hmm. very, um, this very much resonated with them. And they thought that they were a swinger. They thought they got there, they tried to be a swinger and something was still missing. And they right. found, oh, here's that missing piece. Yes. <clears throat> um you know, we do it at um, kink events. Oh, absolutely. That's been our major, that is the place where we do Scarlet Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we set up, we usually have a room or a corner of the dungeon or, you know, we, we set it up with fabric and incense and, and it's, again, you can't describe it. I, I think I'd like to put pictures of it up on the website this time around because we're doing it at COPE again. But, uh you know, kink events are a wonderful place to do it. So before a scene, after a scene, there's Absolutely. some people there that are just looking to see if it's their thing, don't want to be up on a cross, but they come through Scarlet Sanctuary, yeah. and it makes their event. The, the nice thing about it is, <clears throat> at this point, you know, I mentioned earlier how many projects that we get involved in mm-hmm. and how busy we are, and what we've done with the Path of the Kaddishti is we've said, all right, Sherry Lynn, you guys are the teachers of Level 1 Certification. Right. Do what you will with it. Mm-hmm. We'll help uh, from a director standpoint, but also we have we have so limited energy. We want you to go do it, and we have plenty of faith in them. So Absolutely. they've proven that you know they are the right people to be doing this. We did the same with Scarlet Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. We're transitioning that over to Karen mm-hmm. again. Um, she's been with us since the very first Scarlet Sanctuary. She knows what it is. And, and the nice thing about that is, you know, when you're sitting there listening, thinking, what exactly is the Scarlet Sanctuary? Mm-hmm. It's so hard to describe. I can now, but now I can say, uh, go ask Karen, because <laughs> that's her job now to explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you and I are focused on the presenting aspect of it, going to an event, going, teaching a class. What is this? What is sacred sexuality? Right. What is uh, the Kaddishti path? How do I bring more, more sacredness into my BDSM play? How do I bring mm-hmm. more of a connection into my sex life? Yes. So that's what our primary role is. The nice thing is all of us could switch that, right? All of us are skilled all over the place. Um, yeah, I don't know that I'd want Karen teaching a BDSM class. Right. It's not a thing. <laughs> but uh, all of us have, you know, this understanding of what it is that we do. Mm-hmm. And thus, the path of the Gidishti gets a little more organized. And we have the opportunity to provide more to more people. Yes. So that is that. So in a summary, though, what, oh, and then there's one aspect, too, that, mm-hmm. that our, our motto for path of the Gidishti is sacred sexuality for all. Right. And the reason that that's our motto is because if you are a seeker and you need this or mm-hmm. you want to explore it, then it's open to you. Yes, absolutely. If you have a, a, a for like Path of the Kaddishti, we charge $10 for mm-hmm. the entire six month or four month class. Right. And that's administrative. It's also, so people, it really, people are funny. Mm-hmm. It's free. Oh, sure, I'll join, and then a week later, I'll lose interest. Right. Pay ten dollars. You're like, hey, I'm paying for this. I'm sticking around for the whole yes. four months. People are interested. It's a thing of commitment. It's it's a form. Sure. Money can be a form of commitment. Um. And there's just no money in that. Intent? No. In, no. It, yeah. Um. The idea, but you know, other. I know some of the other people who identify as Kaddishti, They do 
ask for more of a donation, mm-hmm. uh, fine. Again, mm-hmm. there's no single governing body. The point for us, though, sacred sexuality for all. <laughs> open to all seekers, and that's really what we're shooting for. If you got no money, doesn't matter. This is not about money. It's about an exchange. Exactly. What can we give you? Exactly. You know? And what can you take on to the next? And maybe the exchange is that you are open to seekers. You know, when you're comfortable in your skin and ready to be a teacher, that you're open to doing that. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the exchange. Um, so... Yeah, I've actually found this the first go around, the second go around, and I think this is the third, the third group of people going through the classes. It's it's actually kind of interesting because it's uh, you have to do a lot of self reflection in this as well. I mean, you're not just going in learning about how other people do sacred sexuality and learning how to touch people. You know, to do all of this, you have to get deep inside of yourself and figure out, you know. Why is it hard to touch people? Why is it hard to touch people with a connection? Ooh, what are you holding on to? Ooh, you know, we have one person in the in the class right now that has figured out that uh, they are at a spot in their path where they're not ready to do this. So they're finishing yes. out the workshop, yeah. but they've learned a little bit about themselves and it's where they want to get to. And they realize the importance of it. So they're still yep. doing the work. But uh, there's some self-work on themselves. So very healing. We we see this as a very healing path for both those learning how to do it with intent and for those receiving. So Mm -hmm. because you have to have the intent of receiving, which can be very hard. I mean, you learned that with your little birthday gift when we were doing, you know, touch with you. And you just lean back and you're not allowed to give back. You can just receive. Very hard for people. You know, and and that's a a great point. it is for us. We view it as a healing path. And yes. there's other people that identify as Kaddishti that don't view it as a... There's, very, well, there's one guy who does not <laughs> think it's a healing path. But I, the, I, Everybody it, else uses it as a healing... As a healing modality. It's, and it's been very intense for the people that have come through the Scarlet Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Um, and we continue to hear back from people and going, you know, this was a wonderful experience for me. It opened something up. Mm-hmm. Um, the one event where I got skipped here locally, mm-hmm. people were up in arms. Yes. What are you doing? <laughs> We've come to depend on this. We love this. So that is Path of the Kaddishti. That is a little bit about sacred sexuality. A little bit of, you know about what's funny? Did, did, we actually, did we actually describe what it is? Well, I guess so. I, I, I guess, guess so in a roundabout way. You know, if, if anybody feels like we have not specifically said what is sacred sexuality, Write us. <laughs> Actually, even better. Yes. They can go over to eroticawakening.com slash P-O-T-Q. Ooh, nice. And there I've compilated a bunch of information. Okay. Uh, they can find out more about the Scarlet Sanctuary, find out more about the Level 1 certification, find out more about what kind of presenting on the topic we do, mm-hmm. find some terminology that's still uh, a little in construction, uh, find other people's experience, all kinds of good stuff. Yes. So that's that. Uh, but... You know, maybe we forgot to say something, even though we just bantered for quite a while. Uh, fortunately for us, mm-hmm. the uh, co-partner in the Level 1 certification teacher, Lynn, sat down with us. <laughs> and uh, regardless of the frogs in the background... Because <laughs> this was done at Babylon Rising. Yes. She shared some wonderful stuff with us. And uh, you and she made each other moan. Mm-hmm. Today we're sitting here with Lynn de Pomona, and we're going to talk about Path of the Kadishti. So the frogs are in the background. We're still at Babylon Rising, winding up, and uh, hi. Thankfully we're in the shade. <laughs> yes. We have this little corner of shade, and we're all smashed <laughs> up against the camper, and we're huddled here. Uh, originally, you didn't want to do the podcast at all, but we said we had shade, and you were right over That's here. right. Oh. Was just like, they offered me they offered me cold water, or cold Gatorade, and shade, and they had me. And then they called me slut. So I was, I was all here. I was all here. So what we wanted to talk to you about, we've been talking as we've been going around Babylon Rising. We've been uh, going to sacred sexuality classes. We've been talking to other sacred sexuality practitioners and sexual magicians. And you actually, now, uh, from a disclosure standpoint, one at one point, you were a student of ours mm-hmm. in the yes. Path of the Kaddishti program. Yes. And we 
pass the baton over to you. Well, she started out at the graduate level and then came in. <laughs> came, yes. yeah, and then right. came into path the conditioning because we threw you right into Scarlet Sanctuary, which I is came in, I came in the front door. Yes. And then left by the back door. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm leading. Now you are in the door. <laughs> now I am. Now I am the door. Now, so, <laughs> along with your partner in the POTQ training. Yes, Sherry. Sherry. From Toronto. From Toronto, yes. I didn't want to out her unnecessarily, but apparently I, I let you do it. So there, there you Okay. Go. Oops. Sorry, you, offer, you offer <laughs> some training in some sacred sexuality, specifically of the Kadishti path, but just some general sacred sexuality training. Is that correct? Correct. And it's following the guidelines that that you and Dawn established back in 2008 when I took the classes, and then um, Sherry actually also took it that session, that first very first session, and we're following what was set up then as far as the class topics with a little variation, with having experientials um, gatherings, and then with a graduation at a an event BDSM event in mm -hmm. Columbus. Absolutely, and. Um, that particular BDSM event is COPE, Which AIS. Be, yeah. Yes, the, the AIS event, as a matter of fact, uh, Barrick and Sheba, who run COPE, are actually That's right. they are hosts That's right. of the podcast now as well, in, in their show, BSing with Barrick yes. and Sheba. Yes, yes. Uh, and, if, and if there are any tickets left to COPE at this point... Boy, I don't I, know. <laughs> I would be stunned. I would be stunned, but there so, may be a few. So tell me more about the, what is the actual class? Is it for people that are already deeply... 10 years of tantric studies or is it for people that are kind of scratching their heads saying what is this sacred sexuality thing it's kind of um for those that are just kind of scratching their head and saying yeah, i don't know if this works if this is really me to people that have tried it have been at a previous scarlet sanctuary or those that have been talking with someone who's been at a, uh, worked at a scarlet sanctuary or they might be dating someone who's worked at a scarlet uh, sanctuary or considers themselves a Kadishtu and they want to learn more about the path. Okay. We cover everything from a little bit of history, a little bit of Tantra, a little bit about sex, um, sex bleh, sexual perceptions in today's world. Mm -hmm. um, and and just learning about energy and how it affects us. Um, oh, we're also covering boundaries so that people have an understanding. Not just, it, it's kind of a communication class, really, in, in all aspects. Awesome, awesome. But it kind of gives them an overview because sometimes it's hard to describe what sacred <laughs> touch is. So sometimes it's hard to discuss, you know, to, to figure out what sacred touch is. Oh, until yeah. Until you do it. So it kind of gives them experience and some background knowledge and, and things like that of different paths that yes. you want to follow. Yes, and we'll, and we'll discuss some of that because a lot of times people are, are just, they're not sure exactly if this is where they belong. And we had our first uh, teleconference the other night, and it was fabulous because people afterwards were IMing and calling oh, me yeah. personally, and they were like, wow, I didn't know if this is really what I wanted, but it really spoke to me. It really mm -hmm. called to me, and oh, we just have a fabulous, this really exciting class this year. I'm just thrilled. We have... 17 students and we had to turn a few away and it was just like mm -hmm. this is awesome very cool very cool now I, I of course i'm gonna have to ask you uh this question which is the nemesis of all sacred sexuality practitioners no what, <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, what is sacred sexuality i equated or i feel my personal definition is that it is bringing the divine down through me mm -hmm. and sharing that love acceptance compassion um, empathy for another human being bringing that down through the through myself mm -hmm. to anyone that comes to me um, shape size color sex non-sex no dogs well yeah no dogs but i mean every everyone is accepted right and it is that general loving acceptance that sharing of compassion and i am human you are human and we're in this together and nice. that's okay nice does that explain it? It's wonderful. I think so. It's a great explanation. Again, because okay. I copied it from you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> is the um, is the the class intended for people that 
can interact just on the internet? Like, some, would somebody from California or Australia or Azerbaijan be able to take Path of the Kadishti classes? Actually, we had quite a bit of interest, and I tried to hook them up with other Kadishti throughout the states and actually in Europe that we tried to connect people with because this particular class is geared towards hands-on working. The experiential is very important. Um, that interaction, yes, we have, we're, we have a very active group. Mm-hmm. They they chat, they answer questions, they're they're friending each other on FetLife, they're friending each other, they're exchanging regular emails and phone numbers. I mean, it's really cool. We're creating this very cohesive group, but it is very much hands-on. It right. is very experiential, and that's very key. Um, there are quite, There's quite a bit of interest of people to take this in, information on the Internet without the experiential, and that's another discussion that we're... Yeah, it's trying just not going to be the same, though. It's just no, not it because sometimes trying to explain what it is, like sacred touch, Yeah, you can't do it unless you can physically pick up someone's arm and say, this is sacred touch. She's doing it. <laughs> She's doing it right now. <gasps> yeah. well, you're going to pass out. Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but, sorry. But it, yeah, but it's hard to explain. You know, try having somebody explain what is Scarlet Sanctuary, and even the people that have been through Scarlet Sanctuary can't describe what they felt. Right. No, I had to practice it before we did. I don't know how many times I had written. I had notes all over the place, writing this down before I started taking the doing the first intro class. It's just like I, I know what this is, but mm-hmm. putting the words together and meshing them and finding the right words and this didn't sound right and that was that wasn't quite it. It's difficult to explain. You have to it's one of those you gotta feel it. Mm-hmm. What what kind of feedback do you get from people that have uh, that the reason why they are taking this class? Why have people signed up so far? Everything from this is what my girlfriend is doing, so I'm interested in it. To um, and and they're not doing it so much to actually be able to practice it, other than in a private setting. Mm-hmm. But people that have actually been through Scarlet Sanctuary who who want, wow, that was really awesome. I don't have the words to describe it. I don't know what happened, but I left a changed person afterwards, and I go back every chance I get. And then there's also people that. Um, have some sexual issues that they're trying to deal with and this is a good way for them to have that helpful compassionate look to themselves first because we all need to be Kadishti Kadeshes to ourselves um, first and then we gain acceptance also by helping others did I word that right? <laughs> I, I don't think so, so. I okay so. Yeah. okay <laughs> Not bad for 98 degrees. It's the heat. One more question for you, if you don't mind. I've been uh, on the internet, and I've looked up Tantra Level 1 certification to see how much it cost. And uh, We're charging I, the same. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but what, is, what is the cost of the uh, Path of the Kadishti Level 1 certification? We're charging a whole... Ten dollars, <laughs> not even nine ninety nine. No, we're rounding it off to ten dollars, <laughs> tax and shipping included. Awesome, awesome, and that's more for admin costs. And it stuff is, like that. it, it right. is. It's really covering, in, not even covering. We're, we're trying to get some of the expenses covered, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we'll see how this. This, like I said, this was our first, our first run through. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see the price changing per se, mm-hmm. but. There's a lot of interest, and there's a lot of need for it. And I think yeah. that's the other thing, is that people Absolutely. are just, they're thirsty for this knowledge. Mm-hmm. They're hungry for it, and you can share this stuff. Yeah. You know, one touch at a time, and Dawn can feel my hand again whenever she's ready. And, ah! <laughs> Sorry. Too bad there's not visuals for you. <laughs> so what, how do I find out more about the Path of the Kadishti? Um... Probably the easiest would be to find me on FetLife. Okay. I'm Lady Lynn Day Pomona. Um, I'm a friend of Dan and Don's if you don't find me anywhere else. <laughs> and Because um, that's a long one. And then I have a Yahoo address, Lindsay um, underscore 1963. And Lindsay is L Y N 
D-S-A-Y underscore 1963 at yahoo.com. And there's a really cool butterfly that landed on my consort Phoenix's knee. It's beautiful. It is. It's so cool being outside. And is there a a, a web space as well? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, There is. It is. And it's under Sherry's um, actual website for her business. And you'll have to, like, contact me for the information because, like, there's a bunch of letters there, but I don't remember what the letters are. That's what happens in the heat. So we will put a uh, link in the show notes to find the Path of the Kaddishti training online for those mm-hmm. that want to get that read something about it and find yeah. more about it. And uh, we'll put up links to your FetLife space as well so we can get a hold of you. Deal. Fantastic. Deal. Thank yes. you very much for being on the podcast, taking some time out of the sun to sit in our shade. Can I stay in the shade, though? Absolutely. No, 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 no. Phoenix gets your spot. You have to sit in the sun. Oh, okay. The top. Thank you. <laughs> want to be part of Erotic Awakening? Want to share about your favorite kink and events, podcast, or book? Toss us an email at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com. Let's hear what you have to say. Did you know you can buy the new book, Living MS by Dan and Dawn, as well as an Erotic Awakening t-shirt, messenger bag, or coffee mug, simply by visiting the Shop and Support page of the Erotic Awakening website? Any dollar and 20 cents we make from anything sold on the site goes directly back into the continuing educational mission of Erotic Awakening. Thank you for your support. Erotic Awakening is grateful for the support of The Kink Shop. The Kink Shop provides quality merchandise at affordable prices and various features. Be- Boy, we're doing so good on this one. <laughs> it's awesome. Go visit them at kinkshop.com. And the music heard on Erotic Awakening is provided by Pocket Universe. For music that's been crafted and designed for scenes that range from sensual to dynamic BDSM. And, and I can hear the whips. <laughs> <laughs> Visit them at www.pocketuniversemusic.com. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan.